Hello, this is Chris O'Regan, and you're listening to The Sausage Factory. This is episode 434 of The Sausage Factory. In this episode, I interviewed David Cicerell of GameSource Studios and asked him about the design and development of their card-driven action RPG, Mahokenshi. I must say, I do say the name of the game in different types and styles throughout this entire episode, and for that, I apologise. But yeah, Mahokenshi, that's its name is an extraordinary action-adventure game with heavy reliance or stress on card play and abilities with those cards and how you trade them. And not only that, but your positioning on the map, because it's a third-person game. It's a hex, actually, map where you move across and you engage with various people or devices or places. And it's all card-driven. If you like that sort of thing, which I really, really do, then and this Mahokenshi is one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. I don't say that lightly, and I highly, highly recommend it. It's a fascinating chat with David. Do do listen on to this one, and uh, so let's do that, shall we? Chris, please take it away. Hello, David. Hi. Can you tell us who you are and what you do? Um, I'm David Sicurel. Uh, I'm. Uh... I am the uh, game director on Mao Kenshi, uh, a game that released uh, uh, just now. An extraordinary game. Exquisitely beautiful game. Goodness me. Wow. It really pops out of the screen of any size because we've been playing it on my Steam Deck. But uh, we'll come on to that later. Tell us, David, how did you make your start making video games? Ooh, I start making video games. Uh, I've been making video games for 20 years now. Uh, and I guess I started, you know, right after my study. Uh, I did study uh, multimedia. Uh, I did uh, uh, an HND in Plymouth in multimedia. Then I studied to become a project manager in multimedia. Then, then I studied uh, I, I study, uh, game science at the university, uh, studying how game impacts, uh, how way of life as a sociology so way of speak. And, uh, and, and then I've done a lot of internship in video games and feel that it's what I wanted to do. 
uh, and uh, and been doing games since then. Okay, okay, it's, it's quite a switch um, over from multimedia. But what, what can you tell us any more about these twenty two decades you've been working in the industry? Yeah, I've been uh, working uh, quite a lot on mobile games, making games even before the age of uh, of the iPhones, uh, and. Uh, and uh, I uh, I work on uh, you know many uh, many different type of game. I work in edutainment game uh, for for Leapfrog, for example, working with them on making a lot a lot of game. I work for most of the big company. Work on big games like uh, uh, Lara Croft uh, or uh, Heroes of Might and Magic. Uh, uh, Work of on Marvel Adventure, uh, for example, to 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 name a few. Um, but uh, I was working more as a producer than a, a game designer on those games, uh, and wanted to do more creativity work. And uh, to do that, I started uh, working on my own on board games, uh, and uh, managed to uh, make a, a board game that has been quite successful called Chronicle of Crime uh, that you might have heard about if you are a board gamer too. Uh, it's a game that mixes uh, board game and technology. Uh, it's an hybrid game. Uh, and uh, I started to be more recognized for my creative work and not only for my management and producing work. Uh, and um, and I came back uh, with this will to uh, to mixed board game and video game. Uh, I did it in a way in Chronicle of Crime where I wanted to put a little bit of the video game into the board game industry. And when I wanted to create Mao Kenshi, I did the opposite, trying to get a bit of uh, the uh, the board game into the video game industry. But maybe I'm spoiling uh, some of your questions for later. <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. We shall see. We shall see. You certainly see, see some heritage, some linkage there. But uh, yeah, I could say something, but you know, we, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. Next question then. What do you believe are your biggest influences as a creator? My biggest influences? Um, what are the things that you're. For, for Maokenshi or in general? Um, in general, actually. Um, I mean, I like to think that uh, I, I I am a, a player who likes not one type of game, but multiple uh, type of game. I'm not very a specialist. I'm really more generalist. I like to do role-playing game. I like to do LARP. I like to do, uh, to, to do board games. I like to do video games uh, in a very different way genre uh so you know I, I like narrative games i like uh, strategy games and i like action games and 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 i like to test and discover a new type of game so it's it's difficult to say what's my influence because i think you you get influenced by a lot of things uh you you get influenced by uh, by the card game but you get influenced also by tv show and looking at all the you know geek culture that is all around us and and i'm glad about that it is all pervasive now isn't it thanks marvel 
Um, but it's yeah, I think maybe Lord of the Rings might have helped a little bit. But... Yeah, it's 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 everywhere, and 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 I think we should try to you know to to take our influence from every every element, every piece that we can we we, we can meet. I mean. On Maokenshi, uh, you know, there's a lot from the, that I've took from the board game. There's a lot that I took from uh, from the geek culture in general. But there's also a lot that I took from the the Japanese uh, myth, uh, myth and 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 thing that might not be perceived as uh, you know general popular culture, but that was intriguing me a lot and. Uh, and that I love uh, to to try to to infuse into the game. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What video game developer do you admire most, and why? Those are hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> so it can be a person or a studio. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be. But who do you point at and go, "You there? Carry on what you're doing." I mean, uh, same same question. I mean, you you won't like the answer, but uh, there is no one. I mean, uh, there is multiple because there is multiple aspects, and people are doing stuff, um, you know, in their area, and it's it's so nice to see uh, to to see the different aspect. I mean, uh, there is uh, there is creator and designers and programmers that I I like for their individual work and uh there is also teams that i feel that they they are performing very well together and and that's that that's wonderful i mean there's so many i think there's so many people that are also unseen and uh in in uh in creating a video game uh where you say oh it's it's, it's not one that, that creates the video game even if you know, sometimes there is someone that, you know, pushing everyone, but there's an old team and old people that make uh, make the success of the game. And most of the people I working with during my career was passionate people that was at their level uh, trying to improve the game. Uh, and yeah, uh, I think I, I'm, you know, I'm, I am a big admirer of everyone working on the on the video game uh, industry a fantastic answer most <laughs> most magnanimous and accurate thank you our last question of the first half here we go what are you playing right now what i'm playing right now uh what are you uh, distracting yourself with these days I mean, you were talking about Marvel. I haven't. I I fall into Marvel Snap as lots. I think because it's it's so easy to play. Uh, <laughs> it's it's so uh, it's so easy to play. Uh, uh, I'm playing uh, a lot of narrative game uh, currently. Uh, I've been I've been testing a lot of game on the 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 Steam Next Fest, so it's not really playing, but it's more testing, I, w- I would say. Uh, I, Any particular um, examples of these narrative games what you just mentioned? I mean, I, I did play uh, uh, Thinking City recently. Uh, it's, 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 it's 
I, I'm t taking back on some of the uh, the detective game. Uh, as I said, I've, I've I've created a detective game on a board game, and I, I'm I'm trying. You know, I've I've played Detroit Becoming Human. Uh, that it's also I, I'm trying to catch up with lots of the game that I haven't been able to played uh, to 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 play this time. So uh, and. Uh, yeah, I played uh, Telling Lies also. Very, uh, very nice. Uh, even if it's uh, always a bit confused. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm I'm eager to play uh, Immortality. Uh, that's 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 going next. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. If nice. you're looking at video game, that's that's currently my my list are currently in this kind of genre. Uh, it was a, a few months back. It was a lot more. Uh, it was a lot more playing uh, playing more uh, card games, <laughs> I, would, I would say. Uh, oh, in the, in, the, in the kind of game that I've played also, Disco Elysium is also, of course, uh, one of the games that I played a lot in the list uh, of investigation games that I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> Understood. Okay, thank you. Well, that's it for part one. Let's uh, move swiftly on. We're going to delve deep into Maho Kenshi. Before we do a deep dive, we need to know what Mahokenshi is. So, could you tell us what it is? Um, Mahokenshi is a adventure deck building game where you are playing a, a Mahokenshi, a samurai mage, 
that is uh, trying to defend uh, the floating islands, the celestial islands, islands above the sky, against an invasion of Oni demon trying to uh, destroy and corrupt uh, the uh, the celestial islands. Yep, that that pretty much sums it up with the hex map that you're moving across as a little avatar. You can zoom in on, but that's really. And uh, as you're walking through the map, you then you can use cards as you do so, and these cards then dictate what actions you commit. Yes, it's it's really a mix between uh, between turn-based strategy game and deck-building games. Uh, the uh, idea of the game was really to to make uh, to to make a deck-building experience uh, uh, that uh, allowed you to build your deck during the missions and missions into an X grade where you need to, you know, solve a little bit this puzzle of, of, of the missions, trying to know, okay, how will I become powerful enough to defeat the challenge uh, that is proposed to me? Uh, what choice would I have to do? And what deck do I need to build? Yeah. That's really relating to my my first question, but it's a mechanics question first before we delve into the cards. There's a currency in Maokenshi, yes, which is energy. Principally, there this is other, one of the one of the currency. There's one of the currency. Other. This is the principle. There are crystals and what have you. We're going to talk about that later. We are, trust me. Um, but uh, your energy is tied to movement actions or movement and actions rather than just actions which is what traditionally happens in card or combat games why why have you made movement part of actions because yeah go on as i was saying Mm. the idea of the game is really to have a mix between turn-based strategy and uh and 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 deck building and so the whole idea is that you need to build a deck uh that have uh in one hand attack cards and in another hand movement cards so you need to mix uh to to mix to do a, a, a build if you do a build or a deck building which too many attack cards you will be very powerful but you will maybe be too slow to match your objective in time. If you do too many uh, movement cards, you will be very fast, but you will be maybe not strong enough to defeat the foes that will be along the way. So it's really a, this question of choice that the, the player has to do to try to have a good mix between, uh, b- between both. And all the cards are you know, using energy uh, to to uh, to be spent, but we want did not want the, the the player to to be stuck by a bad end, not able to do anything, uh, and so energy can also be used as a, a, a raw uh, resource to move also along the map and still continue to move. Of course, this costs more than using cards, and this has. Uh, different effect depending of the different tiles that you are going to uh, to try to reach. Uh, climbing a mountain is a lot harder than 
going into a nice plain roads. It's a very elegant answer to a simple question, which is if I'm going to merge turn-based with or a card battling with a turn-based action game, how is it going to achieve that? Well, let's tie the cards to the movement. It's wonderful. I just wanted to ask you about that. So, yeah. Um, next question. The interaction of the cards in Mokenshi often does require the player to relinquish something in order to trigger its effect. To relinquish? What, what do you mean by that? When I mean relinquish, I mean to lose, to expend. To, you have to spend one thing to gain another. It's like a push and a pull. You might have to discard two cards to trigger an effect. You might have to lose some energy or something like that. But you or might you, you lose hit points or energy uh, hit. Uh, I mean, every, yeah, every, uh, every card has a cost. Mm. Uh, of course, uh, you know, spending the card is already a cost, uh, but the cost can be higher if the, the power are higher. So this interaction, how have you found the design of the effect versus the cost being played? And that, and that sort of like balancing of like, this card is very powerful, but you're gonna, it's going to cost you. And that's sort of kind of scaling because I do find it fascinating with card games. Yes, it is the purest example of programming because it's always cause and effect. You're triggering one thing to the other, and it's in your it's it's represented by cards. But how have you found developing that side of the game? So, is the question about the uh, the, the game design and how I we get created the card, or is yes. the question more about the balancing and how we manage to balance the power versus the cost? It's more about the design of the actual cars themselves and their interaction, not so much the balancing. I mean, the balancing is a means to an end. It's more about how design pillars and what we wanted to do is that our form, our Kenshi, mm. has different playstyle. So we've got you know those four characters that don't play the same, don't uh, you don't you can't you don't master the, them the same way, and it was really the feeling that we wanted to have. Uh, they are not automatically balanced between each other. What they need is that they have their own play styles. They all can defeat them every maps that is on counter, but some of them uh, you will need more mastery to 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 defeat some. Some has some easiness to defeat some challenge or some map, and and that's that was okay for us because uh, it's part of the strategy that you as a player want want to do. Uh, on the card side, so every every of the Maokenshi has different cards, different strategy. It was very important that the synergy between the cards could really create a lot of combination, more combination than what we can imagine ourselves. But we wanted to emphasize the fact that, okay, uh, we have some easy strategy to find out and some strategy that are harder to find uh, and some that we don't even know and that I hope the player will discover <laughs> uh, and, and that we are not even aware about, even if we have hundreds of gameplay uh, on, on the game. Um, and, um, and yeah, uh, so we created the cards by trying to add the strategy, finding the synergy, uh, having costs that are related to, to the strategy and went into 
testing those cards, balancing those cards, removing some cards that's uh, that was not working during the playtest or or doing our own our own game. And this is how we created those pool of cards that we wanted to have also a little bit constrained because we've got um we have uh because it's a deck building we want also to um have some control over the the, the randomness and the rng of uh of of the uh of the game so having a pool of card that is too large would go against that uh, so we try to find the sweet spot between all that, and and I hope we succeed. Yes, it definitely did. I love the idea of having you start off with a a deck which can you know, evolve over time, but ultimately it is a sort of like relatively small deck. And as you are adventuring, you will gain cards and do in the in the particular mission or scenario, I should say. You just it's wonderful, and I just think it's. It, it's sort of like designed for the interaction or designed for that particular event rather than yes. you trying to predict what's going to happen. And, and and that's something that was very unusual for the video game, maybe less unusual for the board games. Mm. But the fact to, at every mission, you restart with a, a basic set of cards was mm. something that was very important for me and was something that it, it's, of course, a little bit disturbing at start, like, Oh, I'm not keeping my my progressions on deck building. No, but it allowed you to make your deck for the missions, to have a a progression uh, a, a progression that is much faster uh, and allowed you to create cards and and build your deck and a powerful deck in a very fast way. Not wait, you know, many hours to have a a, a, a deck that you want. You can create your deck very fast in this game play it maybe break the game <laughs> sometimes and 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 that's fine because the the objective is that you succeed your mission when you succeed your mission you will start back with another it's another challenge and uh you start back with your basic deck and you will have to build another deck or the same deck if you want but you can experiment i think experimenting was also something that was uh, very dear to me yeah yeah Next question. Positioning of the player's character in Mahakenshi is really, really important. Yes, and it is. The deck of cards are related to what you're doing. But it's more about where you are in relation to the enemies and what they would do in reaction to what you're doing. Some even run away. They're quite funny. Come here, kind of thing. How have you found... And I've written here a question, but I'm going to alter it slightly. How have you found more advertising this or advising this to the player? Because there's a lot going on on that map. And I think there's some wonderful sort of subtle things you've done to, in, to in, inform the player of what's going on. But could you talk us through that design, please? I mean, informing the player, if you are talking about the, all the tutorial phase, learning all the rules, it's, it's always a struggle for any video game to yeah. how, how am I going to, uh, to make the player understand how to play? Yeah. Uh, and um, my philosophy on, 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 on this one was that I wanted the player to learn as they play. Uh, 
I wanted to avoid to have too many uh, too many um, rules to 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 read and too many controls to master. Uh, I've got the, the, the in my country there is this um, this advantage that we are using control that if you are familiar with the genre, the control are very easy to pick up because we are using some control that have been seen either on card game or on strategy game. And, and, and yeah, you when you look at Maokenshi, you start playing Maokenshi, it feels familiar like, okay, I've played it already, but the mix is unique, but the control are easy. Um, and, and that's allowed us to, you know, only explain very quickly, oh, you've got this control, and I think players get it very fast. Um, after yeah. that, all the informations we have taken the, the bet to display int everywhere. <laughs> so when you when you don't know something and you want to know something, you just put your mouse into where you want to know uh, to know the thing, and and you will have the info, rather than explaining precisely what we want to do. But it was a long process to find the right balance on the tutorial. Uh, the first tutorial map was a map that was a lot longer that I, I wanted to have a real challenge from start, uh, choice being one of the pillars of the game where uh, when you have a map and you, you can have you know different directions to do and you, you, you already have choice to make. Okay, do I try to explore the right area of the map to manage to do, uh, to do the mission or should I go to the left area of the map? This, this, uh, this is really something that we ask the player to think, okay, what's the best strategy? Uh, I'm, I don't know always what's the best strategy. I want the player to figure that out. It's not as a designer, uh, us that we're saying, okay, the best strategy is that if you don't do that, you you miss. I want that there is different strategy depending on your character, depending on your deck, depending on your abilities. Uh, all strategy might be valid, uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, you know that's your choice to 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 find out what's what's work and what doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and yeah, the first uh, the first tutorial map was too long, I think, uh, too difficult for people who don't know the game. And and we had uh, to to um, to simplify, simplify, simplify it uh, a lot. Mm. So now it's true that the the tutorial map is maybe not the more interesting map, uh, but it's it does job. It's very fast to pass. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't bore you with rules and it allows you to just play the game a little bit. It's not, it's very easy challenge, not real challenge. And, you know, starting from the second map, you start to have a better challenge. And we keep the tutorial a little bit on the second map also uh, to, to put some of the elements we did not introduce in the tutorial map to the second map too, uh, because it's a little bit more advanced. But yeah, people who don't want to read uh, instruction can just skip them and they can read it later when mm -hmm. they start to wonder how to master the game. Yeah, I think the other thing that you've done really well is actually letting players know, even during later on in the game when you forget yourself, is that 
the red with the red indicator like this is a point of danger that you'll actually if you move in this place then the enemy will may trigger and this kind of thing that's been that's really wonderfully done also the effects when you get poisoned or when you get cursed or something that's yeah that's, that's and, and really beautifully done too. and you you have the the character sheet where you can look at the character sheet you can even know what's the next card that the character will play but this is advanced play like don't tell that to newcomers because it's not very needed to play but i think that the more you are trying to beat the game or know how it's worked then you will figure out that okay if i click on 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 the enemy i will have the character sheet i will know more info i will uh, figure out oh he has a bonus that uh, allowed him to deflect some damage and 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 uh, have some counter attack oh i need to 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 be careful about that and and uh and you can play without knowing this, but the more you know, the more you master the game and the easier the game become. Well, last question I have for you is this. We're going to talk about progression now in uh, Mahokenshi. It's, um, you gather these crystals yes. and you use to buy basically one of a better phrase, perks. How have you found ensuring the effort spent in earning those crystals is matches the reward um how do i do that did i find that the, the 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 crystal are won by um taking over challenges mm -hmm. so the the challenges uh the, the challenges that are you know crystal is already the the meta currency uh we we are still in a video game. Uh, you know, I was saying that I wanted to bring a little bit of board game into the video game, but I wanted to make sure that it was a video game and that it remained a video game. This game cannot become a board game in any way. There's too many calculations, too many things happening. Uh, it's it's it would be a very terrible uh, uh, board game. It's if if it if we try to make it physical, and. Uh, because we managed to have a, a nice core loop uh, and 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 you know this mix between uh, movement and attack, we wanted also to have a nice progressions uh, along as the difficulty was increasing. The skill of the player is also increasing as they as they play, but we wanted also to reward the players for uh, for, for their efforts. So we had those challenges. Uh, the first challenge is, of course, to beat the missions. Uh, that's 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 the the idea, and we added a few challenges. That some challenges are easy to to complete. Uh, some challenges are very hard to complete, uh, and all 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 the challenges reward you the same amount of crystal. Uh, it's uh, it, we did not try to balance the crystals. Uh, because at the end, uh, you you want to be able to reward the player for for playing. You want to re to to reward player who succeed, but you want also to reward player who failed. Because the game can be hard. The the game uh, can make you lose, and losing is okay uh, for me. Uh, I'm 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 not in the 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 idea that we should make life very easy for the, the for, for for the player and 
or, or, or very hard, we need to find the right balance and, uh, on this. And if you lose the game, okay, you can replay the game with an extra knowledge and maybe win. But you still want to be rewarded for playing the game. So this is why we've got the level up system that allowed you to level up your character and discover new cards, new abilities, and 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 new uh, new effect in the game. Uh, as the more you play, the the more you unlock things. And we have those challenges that even if you did not succeed the mission, you can have succeeded the challenge. Uh, and and it reward you and allowed you to unlock uh, those upgrades or what you call perks uh, that that give you bonuses for all the Maokenshi. It was also important that what you win, you win on all the Maokenshi. So you are not stuck with one Maokenshi that level ups and and gain bonuses because your bonus is won over all the Maokenshi. So you can experiment other other character very easily in this game. I was talking about choices and I wanted the player to to decide their own strategy. They really can decide their own strategy. I saw players who are more hardcore players who, who, who look at the challenge and try in the first run to uh, succeed all the challenge. <laughs> their objective is to do the challenge, the normal, the easy, the, the hard one, all the challenge in one run. <laughs> uh, and, and and some succeed to do that, and uh, and you know the, the 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 it's yeah it's a good strategy, and if you want to take the bar eye on the game, it's it's a possibility. Uh, some other just decide to say, okay, let's do first the 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 complete the mission, and when I will be a little bit more experiment, when I will, uh, you know, have a, a, a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more crystal to buy some stuff. I come back to do the more uh, difficult challenge, uh, and that's also fine. Uh, that's that's the way it was intended. Uh, uh, you can also decide to come back because you have a mission that you can't succeed, and you want to play some other missions. Try to grind a little some challenge to 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 get some crystals, and 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 those crystals will allow you to get a little bit uh, stronger that will maybe allow you to pass the the peak of difficulty you have in 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 this mission or or another um that's exactly what I did because that's the same thing to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah player i mean giving the choice was was something that was important yes. and uh, yes of course well, Mao Kenshi, which is developed by uh, Game Source Studio and published by Iceberg Interactive, uh, is available on what platforms? Uh, it's available on PC, uh, Steam, Epic, and GOG. Excellent. And David, it's been wonderful having you on the show. It really has. Thank you. Um, uh, thanks for sharing so much about the development of Mao Kenshi. It's, it's an extraordinary game. And, uh, recommend everyone strongly to have a go and uh, seek it out it's a wonderful experience but um we're more than welcome to come back to talk about what's next is cooking in your brain right now um but uh in the meantime thank you so very much thank you to you to to have welcomed me you have been listening to the sausage factory podcast part of the cane and rinse collective support us for just two us dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash cane and rinse for early, extended, and exclusive podcasts. 
Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and at our website, canarins.com. <laughs>